Hello and welcome to Good Podcasting, a podcast for people who create podcasts. If we don't know each other yet, my name is Brian Biedenbach and I'll be your host for the show. This is the first episode of Good Podcasting, so with that in mind, let me give you an idea of what you can expect as we move forward. Number one, you're going to hear some interviews with some incredible creators who have carved out a specific niche and have found some success in podcasting. But spaced out in between those interviews, I'll be flying solo and sharing some tips, tools, and tech to help you create a great podcast. Now, if you're interested in some video content around the same types of topics, you can find me on YouTube at Summit City Studios, which, by the way, this podcast right here is brought to you by Summit City Studios, a podcast production company I founded to help podcasters create great sounding podcasts. Thus, this podcast and my YouTube channel. If you're interested in any of the services that I have to offer to help you create a great sounding podcast, you can visit me online at summitcitystudios.com or on YouTube at Summit City Studios. Have you heard enough about Summit City Studios? Probably so. So let me move on. Let me tell you about today's guest. His name is Harry Cunningham, and he's the Vice President of Retail Brand Experience at Vera Bradley. He's also the co-founder and chief brand officer of a really innovative retail concept called Good Market in Fort Wayne and in New York City. He'll talk more about that. And he's also the host of the Good Market Live podcast. All that to say, Harry is a giant in the retail space. He's an incredibly creative individual, but also an incredibly relatable individual. And I think you'll learn a lot from his experience, not just in the retail space, but in the podcasting world today. So let's get into today's interview with Harry Cunningham from the Good Market Live podcast. Welcome to Good Podcasting. I'm joined today by Harry Cunningham of the Good Market Live podcast. Harry, welcome to the show, man. Thanks, Thanks, Brian. It's great to be here. Always nice talking with you. Yeah, for sure. Tell us a little bit about who you are and tell us a little bit about Good Market. Yeah, thank you. Uh, So I am Harry Cunningham. I am the co-founder and chief brand officer for Good Market. Good Market is a purpose-driven business here located our flagship stores here in Fort Wayne. We have a website as well with over 65 brands that are all focused on doing good in their own individual unique ways. And the, the product really runs the spectrum. You can find something to eat or you can find something to wear or find something to give somebody kind of whatever you want. But uh, it, important to know that every purchase you make with us, whatever that is, whether it's something for you to eat or something to wear is doing good as well. So in addition to you feeling good about what you're buying, you get to feel even better knowing that it could be helping somebody on the other end. Yeah. So I've been in the store a couple of yeah, times. Yeah. It's a pretty unique setup. I love the the design of it, the the style, the coffee shop right in the middle, yeah. man, you got something <laughs> for everybody there in, in the store. Um, when you guys launched the store, let's talk about the store for just a second. When sure. you guys launched the store, what was the hope? Like, what were you looking for? Yeah, I think it's, it's a love that question. Uh, and, and I'll tell you a little bit of the backstory too. So when one of the things that I really believed in or and still do is that everybody is has a, an innate ability to do good and an innate mm-hmm. desire to do good. And I wanted to create a space that the community could come together and do good together. Something that was really very inclusive, very welcoming, completely not like anything that's polarizing doesn't really belong there, right? So it was it, the goal was really to create that and allow us to use our platform to celebrate the stories of everybody that's in there with us that's doing good. And there are three pillars that we look at when we when we think about brands that are coming mm-hmm. in, good people, great products and exceptional causes. And we really want to tell those stories in the space. So, you know, 
by adding the cafe in, it allows us to kind of let people chill, like like take a break. It's not a typical yeah. retail store. Come in, get a cup of coffee, sit down, or walk around with your drink or whatever it is. So that's that was really the mission. And when when we think about Fort Wayne, and and I really look at Fort Wayne kind of divided into quadrants, if you will. You know, it's funny having lived in New York for so long. People that live in the financial district don't go to Chelsea, <laughs> right? And right. people that live Southwest don't go to Northeast. And I really wanted to kind of break those barriers down and get people from all over Fort Wayne in. And I think we've we've definitely seen that happen. So, I, you know, that community piece is really, really important to yeah, us. Yeah, and you, I think we had talked previously about how many um, <laughs> vendors or how many people you had hoped to sell yeah. their product. Um, what was the hope and where are you at now? You said, I think you had 65, <laughs> yeah, 65 or 68. Yeah, so okay. we, I thought when, when we were putting this idea together, you know, it was a, it was a really horrible PowerPoint black, gray, and white, <laughs> a lot of fluffy words and like three important words. And I thought we would open with probably 10 to 12 brands in the space. Um, I had no idea when we started this, how really big this space is. And it's just a little bit unknown. So yeah. when we opened the store, we actually opened with 34. Um, so three times okay. what I had expected. And now we're at about 65, yeah. a, little, a little over 65. And so. do they rotate through? Yeah, not really. Uh, you know, what we had talked about initially was that they could rotate through, but um, we've had a couple that have, have dropped out for one reason or another, but nothing really big. So we've actually just been able to add to and continue to make it, you know, a, an even cooler space with, with more things to discover and more stories to hear. I, I want to talk about your podcast here in a yeah. minute, but I think one of the other unique things that you have shared with me about your store about good market is what you call your employees and yeah. what they do, what their job mm-hmm. is. Yeah. Um, you, you know, the whole thing behind the store was that we want to tell the stories of the brands. So we call our associates storytellers. Okay. And uh, they're really, their biggest mission is to just share the stories of all the products in there that, like I said, the good people, the great products, exceptional causes. And, and, that's a lot of stories to tell. So we don't ask them to know every single story. Um, and, and many of them do, but really if they can find five or six that they really connect to, that's going to be enough to get, you know, the, the people that are coming in and shopping, get them engaged and get them to start learning. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think it's a, it's a unique thing where can, if people are interested in good market, we'll talk more about that at the end, but like just real quick, if people are interested in what you are doing, you said you have a website, where can they find that? Yeah, we do have a website. It's a, a good MRKT.com. And then we have a store here in Fort Wayne as well at Jefferson Point, right, right in the middle. Okay. Right in the middle. And you did Look have a, did you say you had a pop-up in yeah, New York had, as yeah, well? Yeah, we did. We had a holiday pop-up in New York. Uh, originally, we planned to keep it open for three months. We kept it open for six. Okay. Um, we, we probably could have stayed, but we got a lot going on and we needed to get our focus back on everything that was going on here. And yeah. uh, we just did a, a couple day pop-up in Chicago, a little special event in Chicago. And so, yeah. Yeah. You never know what tomorrow brings. Right, right. So, yeah, that's that's very cool. I think that uh, that kind of leads into what I really want to talk about today is, I mean, I love what you're doing. I love what is happening in the store. I love the highlighting of people who are doing good with yeah. the products that they're selling and they're creating. Uh, it leads to the Good Market Live podcast that yes, you're sir. doing. Tell us a yeah. little bit about Good Market Live. Yeah, so I had been a fan of podcasts before Good Market, and, and I think it's also, I believe that the pandemic got a lot more people interested in podcasts, right? But <laughs> I couldn't um, <laughs> find microphones. I couldn't find anything at Sweetwater on Amazon. Everybody was sold everybody, out. Everybody became right, which is which is, I think is great because it's what a great opportunity to tell more stories. But right. um, you know, as we were thinking about ways to tell the stories in the store. I really wanted to sort of get the stories out even broader than that, because obviously 
everybody across the country, even anybody that could access our, our podcast now, anywhere they are in the world, maybe couldn't get to the story and couldn't hear the stories. And the stories are so dynamic yeah. of the founders and their purpose and, and what they've done. And so I really saw this podcast initially, it, our first season was really about kind of introducing people to some of these founders. And, and you know, we, we could probably talk for three years with different founders every week, but the mission was really to start just getting those stories out, start yeah. telling the stories more frequently in a new way. So I love the fact that you are giving the founders opportunity to tell their story. Yeah. And it's not just you sharing, it's them actually coming on, you asking all the right questions to get them <laughs> to uh, to kind of pull out their story, which again, I think this is, this is one of the purposes I want to pull out in this podcast. I get questions all the time, Harry, yeah. uh, from people who want to start podcasts, but they don't know what to talk about. They don't know what stories to tell. Yeah. And I think one of the biggest things is before you start, you have to have a strong why, right? Yep. And I think you guys have that. It's one reason I wanted to have you on. You have that for the store. Yep. You have that from the the people that you whose products you sell, right? And you have that for your your podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really I appreciate that. Is there a is there a particular person that you've interviewed, a, a particular <laughs> guest that you've had on that maybe stands out as someone like it was just a fun interview or? You got something out of them that you just didn't expect. Yeah, it's a great story. And, you know, a a great question. Sorry. And a lot of people will say to me when they come in the store, like, what brands are your favorite? And I I never answer that because it's like saying, who's your favorite child? Right. um, Not that these are my kids by any means. But um, with regards to the podcast, I think one of the one of the most interesting times that we've had recording it was perhaps when we recorded three episodes in one day. And we were in Atlanta and, you know, Vera Bradley shows in Atlanta and we were down there actually looking for brands for good market. And so three of the founders that I already met happened to be there as well. And so I just kind of scheduled them back to back. And one of the things that was so kind of interesting to me and enlightening and sort of gave me a nod into what I should be expecting as we go forward is we had somebody cry, we had Mm. somebody laugh. You know, we got to hear very different stories from very different places. But what was most sort of eye-opening to me was that I found out that while three different people talked to me at three different times and we had different experiences with each one of them, there was a common thread that ran through them that they all had a purpose for what they were doing and Mm -hmm. why they were doing it. So that was sort of an eye-opening moment. So it's not necessarily about one podcast, but it was more kind of like when we kicked it off and we were able to and maybe that was the thing is that we were recording three episodes in one day and I got to have it really close comparison right. versus, you know, that's not what we always do. Right. Sometimes we record one or two or just one and then we wait a week or whatever. Um, that it really gave me a perspective of how people were going to respond. And I, I don't like to make people cry, but by <laughs> asking them a question and really digging into their purpose, there's some emotion that comes out. And, you know, these are deep causes that we're, yeah. you know, some of these are really kind of deep causes that come from really deep places. Um, but that's also what makes it special. Yeah. Yeah. And I think when you, I've learned this in other walks of life, not even just podcasting, but just in conversation, when you ask questions and you invite people to share their story, people really want to talk. Yeah. People really want to share what's going on. And I don't think in normal real life day-to-day conversations, we really get there. Right. Um, and so I love the, the opportunity a podcast gives specifically yours, what you're doing to, to elicit that emotion yeah. just through storytelling. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we need to pick that up in 
our normal everyday conversation, which is maybe a conversation for another time, right? So, but I think it's interesting you mentioned that, Brian, too, because part of I think what happens when we're sitting on podcasts it's 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 totally focused time, and I love right. what you said about mm. like you you need you're right that we could bring that into real life, like this idea of actually being in the moment. And our lives are so fast paced right now, and there's right. so many distractions. But when you're in, when you're recording a podcast, you can really put everything away and very be very focused. And, and gosh, I love if people could take that away and, and turn that into their real lives because I yeah. do think that's a really valid point. We talked about the why of your podcast, and mm-hmm. I think yours is really unique because it's not just about the why you want to tell the story; it's the why of the products of the people. Uh, that that you're of the stories you're telling. Right. So I remember, you know, you and I have sat down a couple times in the store, in the coffee shop, and kind of it, it's fun sitting there talking to you because you point <laughs> out, you know, that product in that corner, and you name that person, and yeah. you tell their story. So right. you really live out this this storyteller mentality that you want your your employees to to live out right in the store. Can you share just one or two of those that uh, just to give us an example of the. The, the, the deep, yeah, the deep yeah. stories of the people who have created products and why for sure they do that. So it's not just about I want to make money and give it to a good cause. A lot of them have really deep rooted reasons for why that particular cause is important to them. Absolutely, um, and and I love to share their stories, which is why it's always fun to have you there. And you know, we get to talk about. And the good news is that you know we get to talk about one or two when you're there. You can come thirty more times. We still have lots to right. talk about. Um, <laughs> Yeah, one of uh, one of the stories that's particularly strong, I think, is Sackcloth and Ashes, and and the founder is a, a good friend of mine now, who, by the name of Bob Dalton. We didn't know each other a year and a half ago, and we do now, which is fantastic. Um, he he was in his early twenties, had just gotten married, and his mom lost two people very close to her within a, a very short period of time, mm-hmm. and she um, packed up all of her things and moved to Florida, and she has two degrees. And she just needed to get away and kind of restart her life. Mm. And so she moved to Florida thinking that she was going to get, uh, kind of have these opportunities with basically one suitcase and two sets of interview clothes. And she ended up having some very, very strong personal challenges with addiction and ended up on the streets. And, you know, he, Bob, Bob will tell the story far better than me, but he says, you know, that, um, he was always that guy that was like, we see homeless people. He'd say, you know, go get a job, work harder. Right. And then it happened to his mom and he realized that, it actually happens for real deep reasons. Mm. So he um, tried to help his mom and she was not really welcoming of his help. She just wanted to kind of solve it on her own. Mm. And so he said, since he couldn't help her, he started calling homeless shelters where he was and he's, he was living in Oregon and um, found out that there's this resounding need for blankets that they just needed blankets. And so he said, you know, I decided I was going to make blankets for them and sell them and, and kind of follow that one for one model. So he went to Joanne's Fabrics and bought some fabric and a sewing machine, very quickly realized that he didn't know how to sew, uh, which is, I, I could see that too. I'd be like, God, I wouldn't even know how to thread thread the needle. I think we'll there's a, a, little a ar- bobbin in there or something. A little right? ahead of ourselves, <laughs> yeah. right? Um, but he did actually meet a woman that was doing something similar and she was making blankets for um, shelters. And so he connected with her uh, and, and I've heard him tell the story a number of times. So I, know, I remember well, her name's Tammy. Um, so he got Tammy and started making blankets and, um, it, it took off Instagram actually picked up his story and posted about him on their feed. Wow. He's eight years. He just turned eight years old this year. So it was eight years ago. And, um, you know, that was way before digital marketing was such a big thing. Right, <laughs> like it is yeah. now, right? Um, but once Instagram posted about him on the Instagram feed, 
it took off right away. And now he's on this mission to give 1 million blankets to homeless shelters all over the country by 2024. And so it's it's exciting for us to help him do that. Yeah. Uh, So that's one of them. Um, Another one of the exciting stories, really uh, very touching stories and, and personal for me because it, it, it relates back to mental health as well as addiction um, is there's one of our brands, Bellatuno, and the founder, Michelle, lost her brother to addiction in his last semester getting his master's. And, oh. and they had grown up very, very close together, and she didn't want his addiction and his mental health challenges to be his legacy. Mm. And so she started doing some research and found that malnourishment in childhood could be directly correlatable in, mm. in some cases to addiction problems. So she created this line of kids products and for every product she sells, she gives a meal to a child through feeding America and she's given over 7 million meals so far. So wow. yeah, really, really amazing purposes that are, you know, like to your point earlier, it's not about like, they just want to sell something. There's actually a reason behind why they created something that's much more personal. Right. Right. Yeah. And I think that, I think we all have those stories. They're not all tragic stories, right? And we're not all going to be entrepreneurs and create products and sell products or do podcasts or whatever. But I do think uh, just in general, it's always been important to me to have a strong why for what you do something, Absolutely, you know, for whatever it is that you do uh, to have a strong why. And, and again, I just want to drive that point home. Uh, When you start a podcast, like what is, what is the thing that drives you? What is the thing that, that keeps you up at night? What is the story that you just have to tell? Right. Harry, can we, let's, I I love the story of the podcast. I love the story of the store and Mm -hmm. the kind of your history. Let's talk a little bit about just the nuts and bolts. Yeah. We've got a lot of new podcasters listening to this. I'll do the best I can because I'm new at this too, but we're learning and I think we're doing, we're doing a decent job so far. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You really, you guys really are. So, and you've come a long way. You've taken some steps (laughs) along the way and uh, you made some changes and made some improvements. And that's the kind of stuff I want to talk about because we're not all going to start out uh, being professional podcasters, right? right? We're all going to start out maybe with our iPhones and a mic connected to our earbuds, right? Yeah. Um, some people start there. Some people start with all the fancy equipment. What is it that you started with in your home or office or where was it that you officially started your podcast? Yeah, so we started with using laptops and Zoom. And okay. oddly enough, you know, 25, 30 episodes later, we're still using Zoom okay. and, and it's working for us well. We've upgraded our mics and we've learned a little bit about outside sound coming in and all those kinds of things. Sure. But um, the first ones that we did and, and one of my co-hosts lives in New York and I live in Indiana. So right from, right from the beginning, we had one challenge because we weren't in the same place. Yeah. Um, but I think that's actually made us have the ability to get even better. So we, we use zoom. We've now learned things like make sure that you're in a quiet room, turn off the fan. You know, if you have dogs, find a place for the dogs. And, and my first one that I record my first few, well, the first one that I did, it was three people in one day was in, in the, the Vera Bradley showroom in Atlanta in the back. And that's a noisy place. Yeah. And so, uh, we, we learned some of those lessons early on. Um, uh, we've definitely gotten better with that. Our sound has gotten significantly better. We were using, um, kind of these really, really cheap disposable <laughs> headphones that were moderately okay. And we had lavaliers and they were moderately okay. Um, so we've upgraded some of that stuff now. So I actually have a a proper mic that I plug in and it has a, I think, I think it's called like a diffuser screen or something on the front. Yeah. The pop filter or whatever. Yeah. Um, so we have that. So the sound has gotten significantly better. Um, there's sometimes though, that it's kind of interesting to have some background sound. Like we did an episode, um, where actually my co-host was interviewing me talking about good market and we were getting ready to open our pop-up in Soho. 
And anybody that's been to New York knows that there are things that you hear in New York that are part of what makes New York what it is. Like hearing a truck back up and you hear that <laughs> or hearing a siren go. So there, there was some, there was something to be said for that, like bringing the reality of New York yeah. into it. I wouldn't do it every day, right? It's not something you would do every <laughs> every single episode, but it kind of worked for that one. Um, so yeah, we've definitely gotten better. We still have a ways to go. And and in my opinion, when you can do these, when you can record these face-to-face, it's fantastic. The challenge right. we have is that we've got brands from Portland to Portland and Detroit to Dallas and yeah. everything in between. So you can't get founders to come to Fort Wayne every week. So right. we, you know, good news is we have 20% of our businesses are local, but- um, yeah, we're, that's, that's kind of what we're doing. Yeah. Here. So you started with the bare essentials, the your bare, laptop, <laughs> yeah. zoom and a lavalier mic yeah. you upgraded to, do you know what kind of mic you're using? Uh, are I, you guys I, all using the same mics or no, everybody well, picked we up don't their own? all use the same mics? It's kind of, we'd ask people if they can get an external mic to please get one. But, um, and as far as laptops go, I'm on a MacBook pro, which I yeah. think has pretty decent sound. Sure. And, you know, it, it works pretty well, but, but I've done them with just my AirPods in too. And that mic, if you know, in extreme circumstances, you do what you have to do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, not the most ideal, but I, I try and travel with my mic when I can or have yeah. it, you know, close by. And then our, our so hope a simple is, USB mic you plug in. Yeah, yeah. Super simple. Let's do a good job. Um, yeah. You plug it in and it goes and, and we ask you know, if people have access to it, great. If they don't, Try the AirPods. The AirPods with the mic seem to be better than just using the mic that's built into the laptop. Yeah, for sure. Um, you certainly get better quality and you can hear it better. And then it's funny, like we're wearing headphones today. I always, like you said, same, prefer to wear headphones because the sound that I'm hearing, it sounds very different to me coming through the headphones yeah. than it does just talking, which I appreciate. Yeah. I hate hearing myself recorded. I was but, just going to say, do you remember, you know, you'd record yourself, you're on video, or you'd have to record yourself for a school project or yeah. whatever, and you just... You go, do I really sound like that? Yeah. Do you listen to your own podcast? I do, um, primarily just to make sure I didn't miss something in the edits or <laughs> yeah. I didn't say something stupid, you know, that I, I didn't edit out. So I do listen to my own podcast, but a lot of times I do that just as I edit, you know, right. so I'm listening, I edit my own. So yeah. I'm listening to myself and my guests constantly. And then I listen one last time once it releases just to make sure. And there have been times, there have been times Harry, where uh, myself and a co-host were talking and joking about something and we thought it was really funny and I forgot to cut that out. Oh. So I do listen back. I, dr- I take that out and I, I re-upload. So yeah, I do. But you're funny. right. Headphones definitely. And so I, I like to tell new podcasters too, like make sure, um, again, the mic is important. Yeah. Um, even if it's the inline mic in your earbuds, yeah. get it as close to your mouth as possible is really important. Um, headphones are killer because you, you don't, it doesn't sound like yourself. Yeah. Um, if you're, especially if you're running through your, your computer or whatever else. So, um, let's and talk. I think even those cheap headphones were better than no headphones. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, we try and use nicer ones now, but even those cheap ones are, it makes a difference for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. And it, it depends too on kind of what you're recording into. So I, I'm using the Roadcaster Pro here. And so we have the Roadcaster Pro. If you have that, you can dial in your own, like each individual person, their, their headset, you can dial That's it in differently. Super fancy. It's, it's simple. <laughs> it's fancy, but it's the simplest fancy thing. Uh, my big question is there's like all those colored lights, like 
or they, they actually mean some of the different colors are just because you like lots of color. No, so the, yeah, no, the, the colored <laughs> lights are just different pads. So you can have intro music or oh, you cool. can have sound effects that, you know, if I hit one right now, I don't know what's on there uh, because they're all just pre-programmed. <laughs> I haven't changed any of them yet. Uh, so you could get applause. It's like Willie or, Nelson playing yeah, or something. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, if you said something funny, I could hit one that there's laughter. I like but, a laugh track. <laughs> yeah. I like a good laugh track. <laughs> so, yeah, so it's a fancy-ish kind of thing, but. Um, I think it's pretty cool. It does what it needs to I do. Won't, for, I promise not to push any random buttons. (laughs) No worries. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Um, So you guys have, um, you started simply, you upgraded slowly along the way. I think that's important to know. You don't have to start with all the fancy equipment. Um, You can get some good sound out of simple things. You don't have to spend a lot of money. Um, And so that's, again, advice I like to share with with new podcasters who who may be listening here to this podcast. And I know we have definitely gotten some feedback that sound makes a difference. Like people will literally drop a podcast if the sound isn't good. Yep. So, uh, I mean, I think that was something I had to learn, which is weird that I had to learn it because I listen to podcasts, <laughs> yeah. but um, maybe the ones that I listen to all have good sound, right? Because I think, yeah, you, know, you don't, do you really want to hear something? Yeah. Right here, right there. And every other, you know, like right. that, nobody wants that. So. Yeah. I'm so glad you said that because that's something <laughs> that I say all the time on my YouTube channel, my videos that I create, the yeah. podcasts that I do. Uh, it, it, you're, Content is king, yeah. right? Your story, your content is king. But if there, if that king had a queen, it would be good audio, <laughs> totally. right? Uh, totally. There's been a number of podcasts that I'd listened to over the years, right? That I suffered through the audio because I didn't know better. Yeah. And with, you know, I think there's over 2 million, two and a half million podcasts out there. That's there's crazy. a lot of people in the same niche saying the same thing. So if your sound isn't good, People are moving on to the next yep. one. Totally. Um, and so skimp uh, on the lighting. Don't skimp on the sound for a yeah, podcast. Right? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Your podcast doesn't even need video, yes. right? Make sure you pour it into audio. And even if it is video, audio yep. is super important if you're posting yep. on YouTube or anywhere else, your your video content. So um, let's. where do you guys upload? Are, are you part of that process at all? Uh, or so do you just host? I, I really just host, but we um, upload to Spotify and okay. then it gets picked up from there. Um, I, I'm super proud to say that every single place that I've been to find a podcast, you can find Good Market Live. Okay. With the exception of one place, I guess it's okay to say where, right? Pandora hasn't authorized us okay. yet. Okay, gotcha. Um, so we're not on Pandora, which I, I don't know if that's good or bad or indifferent. I don't know. I'm, I'm happy that we're on Apple Podcasts and Google and yeah. iHeartRadio, you know, all those other ones. Um, but yeah, we started with Spotify. And, um, it grew, I I was surprised how quickly we got distributed to the other ones. And and I, you know, I don't know enough about how that works, but, um, it was kind of cool for me when they sent the first one over and I was like, yo, I got a Spotify link and I get like, I'm on Spotify now. That's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, that's our gig. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, there's all sorts of host sites, podcast host sites people can upload to. I'm using Anchor FM for this oh, one, cool. which is owned by Spotify. I wonder if that's even what you guys even oh, use. Might be. Uh, so you upload to Anchor and then you choose where you want to distribute it. Yeah. Right. And so then it goes out to all the podcast directories from there, which is that could be fantastic. Yeah. And it's simple to do. I've got a tutorial on my Summit City Studios YouTube channel for those who are listening. I should go listen to that. There you go. Hey, there you go uh, on how to upload an episode yeah. to anchor. It's not that hard. Um, it's, you know, people kind of, 
I, I've talked to a number of people too who want to do podcasting, but the the technical stuff like just gets in the way. Yeah, yours is kind of unique. It's through your your retail store. It's through yeah. you know you've got other connections, so you're free to host and do your thing, and someone else does all that, <laughs> which is services that I offer too. So if yeah. anybody's listening and they're looking for people to someone to edit or produce their podcast, that's something I, I love to do as well. Um, let's talk real quick, Harry, about the kind of your workflow. Yeah, uh, when you set up. Are you the one that makes the connections yep. with the guests and how does that all look? Do you script your episodes or do you just talk? What does it look like for you? Yeah, I, I love that question. And and so basically, yeah, I'll reach out to the founders. And, and um, one of the beautiful things about working in the purpose-driven space is that people that are, are doing things that are purpose-driven generally want to share the story right. about why. So it's it, it's typically very, very easy for me to call up and say, hey, Brian, we have good market live. I'd love to talk to you about your story and that, you know, it's more like the bigger challenge is more finding a date that works than right. it is getting them to do it. Um, that can be difficult. It can be difficult. <laughs> right. But intentionally, like I want it to really be conversational and I don't, I, I, I get a little, a bit of agita when things are too scripted and, you sure. know, even like we were talking before we, yeah. we started this, like I don't, I'd rather it be natural. Um, but I think that, you know, we, we kind of keep it flowing, keep it easy and generally what I'll tell people before they come on is like, I just want you to get on. I'm going to ask you a little bit about your story. I'm going to ask you a little bit about coming into good market, being a partner with us there. And then the funnest, the, the funnest, the most fun part, <laughs> the funnest part of it, the most fun part for me is how we close every episode. So we close every episode the exact same way. And, and we don't know what's going to happen from start till we get to that closing. Sure. The story could go anyway. And um, and it has gone all different ways, right? <laughs> but we always end with what we call the goodbye questions. And we have five questions that everybody gets asked. Um, and, and, and I love that. We don't tell them those questions ahead of time. Okay. We don't even tell them until we're in the middle of the podcast that we're going to ask them five questions. Okay. Um, and the spontaneity there is, is part of what I love. Um, and it's never challenging because the, these people are very passionate about what mm. they're doing and their causes. And so, yeah, that's, that's kind of our flow. Harry, as we wrap up to just two more questions, one is what, what advice would you give someone who is just sitting down to think about like what, if I did a podcast, what would I do? Um, anything from equipment to content, to format, to anything like that. What, what advice would you offer someone who's considering yeah. launching a new podcast? I, I would say it's the same advice that I would share. If you were considering opening a store, fail fast and fail forward. Okay. Right. So if you make a mistake, it's okay. Learn from it, fix it, do better the next time. Don't be scared of failure. Yeah. Right? So it, it's okay. It, it, the, the biggest failure is not doing something that you want to do. Yeah. So that's a, I mean, that's deep and that's one that I had <laughs> to learn hard, yeah. uh, learn the hard way. And one of the things is I listened to, uh, some other YouTube content creators that talk about start before you're ready. And it's mm -hmm. a similar, similar kind of thing is, yep. you know, your first one's not going to be your best one. Your first right. video, your first podcast, it's yeah. not going to be your best, no matter how good you feel about it. You get 10 in, you're going to look back at number yep. one and go, oh, that was really bad. And from a video point, you start learning, oh, I'm bald. I should have put a hat on. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, what are you, you saying? Have your hat on. I, don't, right? I don't have a hat on today. You do. Right? <laughs> but, oh, um, man. Uh, well, I do, I do think that's great advice. And I, I hope people heed that. But I do hope, again, uh, the two things that we've talked about today big time are the why. Like, what is mm -hmm. your why? If you have a strong why, it's a little bit easier to take that first step, yep. even if you fail, yep. and then to pick it back up because that why is going to keep driving you. Yeah. Strong why, fail fast, fail, fail forward. forward. 
Harry, where can people find, we talked a little bit about it, where can people find Good Market Live yep. and then where can people find you if they want to know more about who you are? <laughs> so Good Market Live on all your favorite places to find podcasts, except Pandora, except Pandora. Um, but <laughs> all your other favorite places. And it's just Good MRKT Live. Um, and then for me, they can find me on Twitter and on LinkedIn and and perhaps on Instagram. Um, but Twitter's probably the easiest place and it's HCTWO or they can come to Good Market and perhaps see me there. I'm there a lot. All right. Cool. I would encourage anyone, if you happen to be in the Fort Wayne area or yeah. driving through or stopping in, visit Good Market. Uh, it's a fantastic place to be. Thank you. Talk to one of the storytellers and hopefully Harry's in store and he can he can chat yeah. it up with you a little bit. Harry, thanks Perfect. so much for being a guest. Here. Thank you, Brian. I appreciate it. Yeah. Always good to talk to you. Harry's the type of guy that you could talk to all day long, but unfortunately, real life gets in the way sometimes and we had to bring the interview to an end. Hopefully, though, you were encouraged by his story and maybe you learned a thing or two about maybe your next steps in your podcasting journey. And if so, I would greatly appreciate it if you would take just a moment before you step out of your car, before you walk into work this morning to leave a rating and a review on whatever podcast directory you happen to be listening on right now. That really helps bump this podcast up for new listeners to find, especially those who are wanting to create their own podcast. So if you benefited from this, your rating or review could help someone else benefit from it as well. If you'd like to support the work that I'm doing here at Good Podcasting and over on my YouTube channel at Summit City Studios, there's a Patreon link in the episode description below. Look, becoming a patron certainly helps me out for sure, and I'm grateful for that, but it also gives you access to things like sneak peeks of what's to come on the podcast, some guests that are coming up. You'll gain access to some exclusive interviews, maybe some content that we had to cut uh, for time from the interviews that I had with these incredible creators, and even some behind-the-scenes footage of some of the video content that I'm creating over on Summit City Studio. So if that sounds interesting to you, I'd appreciate the support. Click that Patreon link and join the community. And that's a wrap for this episode of Good Podcasting. Join me next time as we talk about everything you need to start your podcast. <laughs>